Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Look and Listen podcast. Once again, we're back with another one-on-one episode. And as you already know, each one of these is designed to bring you a brand new conversation, brand new interview, brand new perspective. the brand new introduction of oh, some brand new production so sit back and relax let this intro play itself out and we'll get into this episode and this brand new topic. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash looklistenpod. There are over 150,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Party people, welcome back. Look and Listen podcast. TV movie Mrs. Podcast. Collaboration. The dynamic duo is back. What? what? We in the house to talk about episode 11 of Black Lightning. I was just telling Moji before we started recording. I can't believe that we only have two of these shits left after tonight. Well, this week, the episode already aired. But after tonight's podcast, there'll only be two more episodes for us to cover. And that's crazy as shit. Um, Anyway, Mo, what's going on with you tonight? Not much. I'm sick, but I'm trying not to die. Oh, so, man. Yeah, I just woke up today like mad feverish. Yeah, I don't need to know this, but I'm going to let y'all know anyway. Tell them. <laughs> no, I just, I haven't gotten sick in months, so this is probably just life catching up. Right. But, you know, I'm going to relax this weekend, but I'm I'm going to try and, like, summon my energy for y'all tonight. But I am a little under the weather. My throat is scratchy. 
But some of y'all are weird and like my voice bassier, so we'll see. We'll see. Ah, well, it's gonna be two bass having motherfuckers on the on the air for y'all tonight, then, man. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, we're gonna go ahead and get this thing started. It's a lot of stuff, um, but we'll get through it. You know what I mean? Uh, this is episode 11, as we said, and this one was called Black Jesus, the Book of Crucifixion. So <laughs> these titles, man. I was like, well, <laughs> I'm going to go through a few of these, you know, at a time and then um, we'll get you come in and tell us what you think. So the first thing we see is those pods, those pod people who are in a new location. Uh, VP Thirsty comes in and there's a doctor in there and he's, you know, talking to her and everything. He's letting her know that pretty much um, everything is, is going good. And then out there in this new location, um, you know, she asks if everything is okay. He says pretty much, but you know, there's one, there's one person who's kind of having some issues, um, and he thinks that one of the reasons for that is because they had to move a couple times, you know, on consecutive days and everything like that. So, um, with the exception of this one person, you know, everybody else seems to be doing pretty good. But that, you know, they're gonna keep an eye on everything with that. Um, next up, we get Black Lightning and Thunder coming in and they fucking shit up. They break into like this warehouse. Um, and you got Gamby on the, the comm system. And it's just another one of those real dope, um, father daughter team up things that we've been seeing over these last few weeks. They do some cool shit in there. Um, so, uh, next up, VP Thirsty is back. She's talking to the doctor again. Um, and she lets them know, like, look, we can't afford to lose any more bodies, you know, any more of these folks. So make sure you keep everybody alive, you know, because if we have to, if we lose any more people, then I'm going to have to go out there and get more subjects. So stay on your job. Um, and I'll do uh, one more before we uh, get Moji to come in. So back to the warehouse, we got Black Lightning and Thunder, and they're still doing their thing. And they're... Um, they're in the same facility. They're looking for those bodies, those pods, but they're not in there, of course, because um, in a new facility and she does her heavy breathing thing and um, they bust through this door and, you know, they're expecting the pods to be in there. There was some kind of they did some shit with the door where they Jefferson's couldn't see through it with the, um, X-ray the, the X-ray vision shit. Yeah, he couldn't see through it or whatever. So it was like Superman with lead yeah exactly yeah it was some shit like that so they bust through and they don't see the pilot but they do discover a bunch of guns that are designed to uh to stop black lightning um and you know he has a little back and forth with gamby he's not really trying to hear what he has to say and right before they leave he, they, he actually starts walking away and he turns around it's like nah fuck that and zaps all of the guns and destroys everything in that room and that was the cold open those four um four quick scenes that was the cold open so we'll get your thoughts on that um before we jump back into the rest of it so um once again it's the the bodies in the lab vp thirsty um black lightning and thunder doing their thing and then him destroying the weapons um well i like the intro um vp thirsty's a beast um when she's like walking through and the doctors are like oh you know it's probably because we've been moving i really thought she was about to be like well if they die your kids can take the green light too because that's like (laughs) the look she had on her face yeah like some like they can't be dying 
Um, so I did like that scene because, again, with the reveal from last week, it's nice to sort of see, not nice, but she's she's a villain. So it's nice to see more of that. Um, I, I'm here. I am here for the Anissa and Jeff team-ups. I love when they're like, and she's always out in front and she's all yeah. like, oh, badass, and her dad yeah. is in the back guard and her back. Like, that shit is awesome. Like, I really like it. So... I, I'm happy Jeff blew up that place when he left because that there was like what were you gonna do? <laughs> but so that was smart. Um, so yeah, it was a pretty cold, um, cold open. I was here for it. Yeah, I enjoyed it too. I thought it was dope. I think they've done they've done a good job a good job with the cold opens um, on on these episodes. Um, you know, last week we found out that VP Thirsty was down with the the ASA. But we, that was all we got. So this this week, you know, we saw her actually doing work for them or whatever, which we'll get to in a minute. But this was the first time that we actually saw evil VP Thirsty. You know what I'm saying? Like, in all of her glory. I know you and a lot of... It seemed like mostly women have said that they felt <laughs> something, you know, about her or whatever. So I don't know what that is. I don't know if it's just y'all just... This is a problem men have. And I'm just going to interrupt you for a second. Y'all really have a hard time knowing... Like, it's not even like y'all have a hard time. It's like when y'all say y'all don't love crazy women, but then you only date crazy women. Like, there's a type of guy like that who they just love crazy. Like, oh, she keyed my car, but then they'll go out to dinner with the chick next week. Shit. Um, so, like, there is, for some reason, men are not able to see a certain type of woman as a villain and those women are like either their mama mm-hmm. or like a woman like VP Thirst so yeah y'all just don't see it I don't know why y'all don't see it because she screamed evil I, I mean like, did she really scream evil or did she scream suspicious I wish okay so if anybody's listening go back to like earlier episodes so you can prove I'm right because I don't remember what I said but she screamed evil, and I think I mentioned her makeup made her look evil. Let's and she see her hair, because you know why? Control. And this episode pointed it out. Not one strand of hair was out of place. For you to be that fucking perfect, you're either crazy or a psychopath. Or you, I mean, what? Wait, how does that work? <laughs> what do you mean? How does that work? She's superb. Like no one looks that immaculate and is that like, oh, Jackson said, oh, the boy. Like no one is just like that. That's not human. I'm talking so, about how does her hair being perfect make her automatically crazy or evil? Because one, if you know a black woman's hair, that is not easy to get like that. And even if that's a weave or a wig. Like, shit is still not, like, that perfect. Like, her hair looked like Barbie. Like, how just Barbie has, like, the straight hair, and it's not frizzy, and it's, like, Man. it has human features. It has no human genesis. Like, well, I'm just pulling shit out of my ass, but it doesn't, like, right now you see my hair. It's all, like, all over the place. There's just no human qualities when you see VP Thirst, which just makes me think she's either evil or a robot. This is and crazy, yo. That's crazy, man. It really, it sounds like just y'all hating and but if you happen to be proven correct so yeah. now you can go back and say yeah I told you cause bitch nobody wears eye makeup that color and like her like what about her makeup it's not like she was walking around like the fucking joker you know what I'm saying like what what was it about her makeup was her makeup too perfect too no her makeup was not perfect and these are the contradictions about her one how would you even know you were looking at her ass for like 
10 episodes, so taking you with Correct. Okay, then. So you were not looking... But I mean, but when I did look at her face, when her ass wasn't on the screen, and the only thing, only body part of hers that was on on screen was her face... I mean, maybe because I'm a man and I don't know shit about makeup. I, I just, for me and probably most guys, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's probably a case where the only way I notice your makeup is if it's bad. And, and if, it, and it, if it just looks crazy, you know what I'm saying? Or, or if like you're a darker skinned woman, you've got on like red lipstick and you know what I'm saying? Like stuff that just doesn't really look right. Yeah, dark skin will make the rock right. I mean, they can, but for some people, I mean, but I, sh- I, I give a shout out to, I give a shout out to Fenty and all of that for making stuff for, you know, for our sisters who, you know, the shades or whatever. But I mean, nice save, continue. But, huh? <laughs> nice save, but continue. Yeah, I mean, you know, you, you know, I love y'all, man. You know what I'm saying, sisters? I okay. love y'all. But I'm just saying, like, for me, like. If I notice your makeup, then your makeup looks bad. Otherwise, you know, I mean, I can tell, like, when a person has it on, but mm-hmm. sometimes it's, like, it's really subtle. You know what I'm saying? And okay, look at this So her, her makeup didn't really stand out to me, and it damn sure didn't say, oh, this bitch is crazy. Oh, okay, then. You're a bad judge of women, then. Um, it's cool, though. But then also, there's the fact where she's, like, the boy. Like, you, she's been working with Jefferson for so long, but yet she advocates for shit that Jefferson wouldn't advocate for. Like, when the whole um, homeboy who was on green light, and he was like, well, I want to get him back into the school, and she's like, the board is not going to like that. So, like, if, like, your vice principal is your backup. If your vice principal doesn't even believe in the shit you believe in, that's not a good vice principal for you. So there's that. And I only bring up the hair and makeup because it's a control thing. It's how, a control thing. How is that a control thing? To look that perfect where one, where, and if there are any ladies, even men, if you get it, listening, please prove me right and respond. Please but, prove her wrong. We got yes. an email address. Use that shit. <laughs> like, again, it's control. It's her her visage, her outfit, her presence just screams tightly wound. And that coupled with the she felt shady, with the not backing Jefferson up, okay. I was like villain. Okay. I mean you you know, you ended up being right on that or whatever. It just seems like it just seems like there's a level of pettiness involved in all that too. No, it's not petty because I'm it's it's not petty at all. She 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 was a villain. Okay, look, did you watch Arrow at any point? I did. I haven't watched it in a long time, though. Okay, you remember when Amanda Waller was there? Yeah. Okay, then. Amanda, loved Amanda Waller. I mean, I knew, I knew a little bit about Amanda Waller anyway, so I knew that she was evil. But... Look, Amanda Waller. Like, the show, like, the actress they had playing Amanda Waller and how she was just always, like, groomed and perfect and, like, controlled. Okay. So you so whenever you watch something and you see a male character who's also very meticulous and all that in his look, you automatically assume that he's evil too. No, I just with the women. Okay, okay. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I hey, I'm not saying that what you're saying is. I just there's a little bit of it that I don't understand or whatever, and it might just be because I don't have that eye for that, but. Yeah, I can't I explain you. it. Like, ladies out there. Ladies are, out there, email us. You know what I'm saying? Please, because you're... And it's, I feel bad because this is why, as a woman, I'm here for my guy friends when I see a chick and I'm just like, yeah. no. 
Um, and this is where my skills now, come th- Right. That's, there is a certain skill level. I have a lot of women in my family. I have a lot of female friends. So there's times where I run things by them about, you know, women that I'm talking to. Some stuff, it's like I kind of pick up on it myself. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, okay, I'm pretty certain that this is what it is. So I don't really necessarily need the validation but it's like moji let me tell you this story let me tell you about this and then <laughs> if you happen to agree with it then it's like see i knew that shit i knew she was off you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so there's definitely um some value in that or whatever but like i said i didn't necessarily pick up on her being evil i just thought she was suspicious uh, um, but okay. you know the extent that that we find out I mean, and there was there seemed to be some conflict with with some things later on or whatever, um, but she still she still sold out her people, so she got to go. Um, yep. I just I hate the fact that she's using those cakes for evil, man. Um, <laughs> is is there anything else you want to say about uh, these scenes here? No, that's it. All right, yeah, like I said, I it was interesting to see her, um, you know, actually working for these motherfuckers and. All that kind of stuff, and you know, like we said, the uh, daddy daughter stuff was was incredible once again. So like I said that was the uh, cold open, and then we got my favorite part. I saw a hero last night. He was black. He said, this is for the streets. Black Lightning's back. I saw a hero ho-ho last night. He was black. He was black. Said, this is for the streets. Black Lightning's back. I hate you so much. Why are you like this? <laughs> Why? Wait. Wait. You didn't enjoy that? I don't even know what that was. I, I I don't have. I can't. I can't vocalize what that was. I don't know. That was man. That was amazing. That's what that was, man. For a person that can't sing, you know, say I just sung to you, Moji. That's pretty good. That was pretty good. Like he was on beat, guys. Y'all should have seen the look on her face. Because I didn't know. <laughs> she didn't know what she was in for. <laughs> what was happening there, guys? I was surprised, like y'all. <laughs> Yeah, that's right, ladies and gentlemen. I had to sing it to you this week. So we got that, and then we come back, and uh, VP Thirsty gets a phone call from somebody from the ASA, probably Martin's punk ass, and she gives a status report on the pods, and um, she's told that um, the armory was blown up. So they're telling her about Jeff blowing up all those weapons. Uh, she says that she's known Jeff for, you know, years and years, and there's no way that he's Black Lightning. Um, and we don't hear what the other person is saying, but it's clear that she's been given instructions or whatever. Um, and she says, okay, you know, I'll, I'll go ahead and do that or whatever. She's she's reluctant, you know, because <clears throat> it seems like whatever they're saying is about, about Jeff. So she's not really... Doesn't seem to be too excited about having to do this, but, you know, this is what she's signed up for. So um, there it is. Next up, uh, Jeff and Anissa, they return to Gamby's spot. Jeff still isn't feeling him. There's still that tension in the air between the two of them. Um, They talk um, for a little bit and uh, Jeff gives him the side eye. And then there's eventually a part where he walks away. 
And Anissa just goes to telling Gamby, like, yo, you look like shit, man. You know what I'm saying? She's looking at him and everything. Remember, she's got medical training. So she um she looks at his eye and everything and says, you know, you need to go see a doctor. He says, you know, I've had enough of these these injuries, these these really bad black eyes. Yeah, like a hematoma and stuff. I've had enough of these to know when I need to actually go see someone, I'll be fine. And uh, she asked him what happened. He was like, you know, ask your dad. So that's the end of that scene. And we do a couple quick ones. Uh, VP Thirsty meets up with the uh, the chief or, or he's not the main chief like that. I guess he's deputy chief or whatever. He's above um, Henderson. Uh-huh. Um, she meets up with that guy and another cop in an alley. She's hidden behind a tarp that they have um, like tied to a fence. And uh, she tells them that they'll find everything that they need in the trash can, which is like right next to them. And they start to walk off at first, but then they get um, a couple infrared lights on their chest. So there's obviously people out there with her from the ASA that have guns pointed at them and they're ready to blast these motherfuckers if they don't do what they're supposed to do out there. So they go back and the, 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 the chief is like, yo, yeah, get it. And they open up the trash can and it's full of green light and money. Um, And she says that, you know, we need to get this done as soon as possible, you know, hopefully tomorrow. And the chief is like, all right, cool. We'll we'll get like speedy warrants and then we'll go ahead and and, um, you know, get this shit going. And he asks her who the target is. And she says Jefferson Pierce. And he even kind of like rolls his eyes or kind of like, oh, shit. But, you know, that's the job or whatever. Next, we have Jeff and Anissa. They're sitting down at uh, at the the new house, the new old house, the house that he grew up in. They're having dinner, Chinese food, and um, she asks him what happened to uh, happened to Gamby, and he says that um, he was tortured by some people from the ASA. And they were trying to find out who Black Lightning is, and he didn't give up the information. So because of that, you know, because she's been trying to convince her dad to talk to Gamby and, and be cool with him again. So she's like, you know, Dad, he could have given you up, but he didn't. You know, that goes to prove that he's actually trustworthy and everything. He's like, whatever, bitch. I ain't trying to hear that shit. So, <laughs> so um, and then I'll do, like, another one. Um, so the next thing is we cut to the doctor, that same doctor that we saw in the cold open. Um, he's sitting there doing some work and everything, and there's like an alarm or something going off. So it's letting him know that there's trouble with one of the pods. And he goes up to it, and you know, the thing is acting up. And he opens up the door, and like the person, they're like in some kind of stasis type of state. They're like in suspended. They're like, they're all like, they all have their eyes closed or whatever like that. They're not moving or anything, but apparently, like this person, is is even more fucked up and you know they kind of i guess like when he opened the door it's almost like they kind of leaned forward he checked the vital signs the person had died so they've just lost another uh one of the pie people so we want to get you to come back in we're talking about um vp thirsty getting the orders uh jeff and anissa going back to gamby spot the tension between he and gamby um, her getting the having the meeting with the cops and telling them that they're going after Jefferson and then the conversation between Jeff and Anissa and then the last thing being the um that pop person dying. Um, let's see, let's see. I mean one I think it's insane that VP Thirsty is still like Jefferson is not black lightning. She's really trying to get that dick. She really wants it, right? I, I can't blame her. 
Uh, <laughs> but, you know, I was like, well, that's cute. I don't know. I found that cute. Um, Anissa, you know, advocating for Gamby. I was here for. Um, well, not like I was here for, but I like it, you know, because she is like, so you're not forgiving Uncle Gamby. Like, y'all still doing this? Like, yeah. this is <laughs> She's like, y'all are making it hard to go to work. Right. <laughs> like, y'all figure this out. You can't work together and then, like, hate each other. That's just not fun. Yeah. Uh, so I like the conversation throughout the episodes between her and, and um, Jepson about his relationship with Uncle Gamby. Um, it's a weird thing to say, Uncle Gamby. It really is. It, it, it sounds weird when she says it every time. Right? Ah, oh, it's weird. Um, but yeah, I mean, other than that, BB Thirsty met with the crooked cops and I immediately vomited. Yeah. Uh, because I just hated these cops, like, immediately. Like, I mean, I just, I just hate crooked cops. <laughs> I think yeah. it's just the thing. I'm, yeah, I feel you. Like, I was just, like, not here for this. And these idiots are acting like they have an option. Right. I'm like, you are crooked. You work for her. Yeah. Think you don't have to listen? Apparently I was like, not. Um, Apparently not. Um, um, so that that was, I like when they like pulled the, <laughs> the sniper on them and they were like, oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, grab that shit. Yeah. We don't like want to get shot. And green lightning? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, they were these cops man I don't have what to say in a moment but um, yeah them acting like they had options to not listen to her was ridiculous and um, yeah the doctor with the dead pot person I'm like st- like yeah y'all keep moving houses with human people in like refrigerators yeah. they, to spoil what the fuck you expect is gonna happen exactly but he ain't trying to get that work from VP Thirst either so maybe that's what it is yeah or more, more so whoever she was working for. Mm-hmm. You know, them to come after him. So, yeah. Uh, for me, yeah, it was, you know, good group of scenes. I I, 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 I can appreciate what Anissa's trying to do. Um, but if I was Jeff, I, I would be looking at her the same way. Like, yo, you need to chill, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll work with this cat if I got to. But, you know, we ain't going to be homies like that. You know what I'm saying? Because they got a lot of issues they need to work out. Oh, you hate Gamby. Yeah, man. I mean, you know what I'm saying? He he turned out to be trash, man. You know what I'm saying? So you know Gamby's going to die this season. It wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, I could see it happening. I definitely I, could see it I, happening. I'm going to hate it if he, if he dies. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be like, well, it depends on how it happens. And, no, and it where. Happen. Like, unless he betrays them, I'm I'm not here for it. Well, kind of, well, I guess for me, it also depends on where he's at with, you know, making amends and stuff like that. Like if they sort of start breaking the story to the town and maybe even to the country, I don't think that that's going to happen before the season ends. But if there's some work done in that, maybe, you know, you know, take it back. He can't die. Cause I don't, I don't think he's gonna die. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me, but I don't think he will die. Yeah, no one. Not in this season. Stuff. I think everybody makes it the next season. Yeah, cause who? Where's he gonna get a tech guy? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Exactly. Like he, he, he needs that or whatever. So I don't think that we're gonna. I mean, I could see Gamby dying at some point or or leaving town or something like that, not being a part of the day to day operations. But I don't mm-hmm. think that'll be until at least next year when, you know, the team is is 
Jeff and both of the girls. Yeah. And, and, it's like you know. Arrow in season one when you just yeah. had Oliver doing all his shit and then they right. brought like um, Felicity in. So like right. you need to get someone in there before you can like replace them. Exactly. Um, so yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. I don't really have a lot to say about these scenes. Um, yeah, there's not really much to say about that. Again, it was, you know, it's crazy to see Shorty, um, you know, actually setting whatever this evil ass plan is in motion and stuff and, and actively setting Jefferson up. Um, that was crazy. Um, so the next thing is, you know, the result of that, um, He's outside, you know, it's, it's um, early in the morning. The kids are coming into school. He's outside greeting everybody. Um, the girls pull up. They're having their little sister moment, you know, arguing back and forth and everything. They they say hello to him and everything. And you get a couple shots of uh, people in classes and things like that. And Jefferson is in there with a group of students. And they're having like a... Um, you know, little discussion or whatever. People are kind of talking about what their day has been like or what their something about, you know, like, you know, I'm hoping to have a good day or some shit like that. I forget exactly what they were doing, but it was like a little group work thing. And him being himself, you know, he had to correct somebody's grammar and the whole nine. Um, (laughs) The police end up showing up and they decide to search the car. I'm throwing up the air quotes. They decide to search his car. Um, and they end up planting green light and probably the money as well um, in his car. Then they eventually arrest him. Um, and then of course, there's a lot of chaos going on in the school. And both of the girls, when they when they see what's going on and get close to where he's at, you know, they they act they almost pull out their powers. Like Jennifer, I think is the first one. You know, they're bringing him down the hall in handcuffs and everything. He comes up and sees Jen and they're standing in front of each other. And, you know, she she gets the, the screw face and everything. Her, she balls her fist up um, and it didn't light up. I was looking for her hand to kind of start lighting up, but it didn't do that. But he was telling her to stay calm and everything because um, he knew what was happening there. Then they get him outside. And of course, Anissa does her thing. She runs right up on the police. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, yo, you got to chill, shorty. Like, I get it. It's your father and it's some bullshit. But man, don't run up on these motherfuckers like that. You know what I'm saying? Not because I think that that's the wrong thing to do, like on GP, but because they might fucking shoot you or shoot your dad. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, we know how these motherfuckers can be when they feel like their life is in danger. So, you know what I'm saying? It's only going to escalate the situation and make it worse. That's why I felt that way in that in that spot. But she runs up on them and she actually does the fucking breath thing. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, how did nobody hear this shit and, and have a reaction? Like, wait a second. She was just taking a breath, but she, but it we heard it echo, so I don't know if they heard it like that, but we heard that shit. It was like the, uh, you know what I'm saying? She did that shit, you know what I'm saying? And it sounded like a loud gas. How did it echo? It no, it did. If you go back and watch it, she did the actual breath, yo, like the real shit that she does when she's in costume and everything. She yeah. did that, and Jeff was like, "Yo, chill," you know what I'm saying? Like, so it, around her wouldn't know this shit is what I'm saying. Huh? The people around her wouldn't know, like, they don't know what the fuck that's about. She could just be taking a deep breath. Right. From their perspective, it could be. Yeah. I thought you were saying it as Moji. I'm like, yo, you didn't hear that shit? No, I heard it. I was like, girl, you stop. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. We're on the same page now. I'm like, yo, man, you need to get back on, you need to get your shit together, Mo, but I got you. (laughs) I got you. Yeah, yeah, from their perspective, it might have been like, 
why is this bitch breathing so hard? You know what I'm saying? Uh, so, yeah, so, and again, he has to be like, yo, calm down on this. So, like, you know, everything will be fine. I'm going to just go with them. You know, he's he's playing it like that. Uh, so, next, the next thing is um, they bring him to the station. Our man, Handog, is in there. He asked, you know, the, the, the chief, like, what the hell are you doing? You know, they kind of have a little back and forth about that. And at a point, Hen is like, yo, I want to see a search warrant. So they go into his office and the chief shows him the uh, the warrant. And he looks at it, he kind of laughs and everything because he knows it's bullshit. Um, and he tells, you know, the chief tells him, you know, open your eyes and don't be so blinded by your friendship with this guy and all this type of shit. Henderson is like, you know, my eyes are wide open. And the chief tells him, good, I, you know, I would hate for anything to happen to you. And that's obviously a threat. And they kind of ice grill each other. The man leaves. Uh, we go back to the school and VP Benedict Arnold is uh, telling the students to remain calm. She's on the PA system and she's telling everybody to, you know, remain calm and to go on about their day. And, you know, I'll update you on, you know, Principal Pierce when I find out some more information in the whole nine. And then she puts the microphone down and she's kind of like looking around, you know, real suspicious and shit. Um, and she, you know, punches up. Um, she gets on the computer and everything, and she establishes an encrypted um, conversation with somebody from the ASA. And she tells that person that Jeff is in custody and that, um, you know, he'll be moved soon to a black, what they call a black site to verify that he's black lightning. And the, uh, the person on the other end replies, thank you for the update. And then they end the connection. And I'll do one more and then we'll get Moji's thoughts. Uh, the next thing is Jefferson's mug shots are taken. They fingerprint him. The cops rough him up. One of them actually punches him in the stomach at a point. And as he, you know, is bent over, his eyes light up, you know, because the black lightning and shit is about to come out. But he has to, you know, keep it in check. He kind of closes his eyes to calm himself down. And then his his regular brown eyes are back. Um and, you know, they do the cavity search, the whole nine. They do the whole humiliating thing that they do to you when they bring you in there. Um, and, again, there's another part where, you know, the black light. I think, actually, when the when they do the cavity search, they tell him to bend over, spread his ass cheeks and cough. In that scene, the eyes turn blue again. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, he has to calm himself down once again. So they almost got their asses zapped up in there. They don't even know it. But uh, he had to keep it calm and keep it keep the secret identity a secret, which is a, a, a thing that we hear about a little bit later with Anissa. So we want to get Moji to come in. We're going to talk about once again, it's uh, Jefferson at the school greeting the kids and then eventually getting arrested. And then the whole thing with the girls and having to calm themselves down. And then all that bullshit at the police station. What you think about these these joints, madam? Um, like so the scene where Jefferson is in school and he's just like, Hi guys, let's have a great day. <laughs> Butterflies. I was like, real fucking lax. You are such a principal. Like he is such a principal. Like, he's like all optimistic and shit. Like I yeah. like I am not an optimist if y'all don't realize that. <laughs> like, Stop it, Jeff. I'm triggered. Stop it with your optimism. Triggered. Um, but I right overuse word of the year. Yeah. Um, but I I also like seeing him like 
this is why he's the black Jesus of Freeland. Yeah. Um, so I was here for it. I liked his interaction with the students. Even though I'm like, what's the point of moving to a safe house with your family if you're still going to go to work? Like, how does that work? Yeah, it's a good point. I guess maybe the house that they're living in right now is... You know, like you know where you live, but far enough away. Live. Yeah, they don't know what. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's it's just to keep. I guess he wants to keep up appearances and stuff like that, so it keeps going to work and doing things that he normally would. But maybe takes a different route. Obviously, he's not going to the same house. But if anybody is tailing me or anything like that, I take a different route to the yeah, new place. But, so, but he know. can still find you ten hours out of like twenty four. Yeah. So yeah, um, so yeah, that was. But I did like seeing him. Chris Williams doing a fantastic job as the principal. Um, yeah. So I'm for that. Um, fuck the cops. Fuck them. Um, fake drugs that they well not fake drugs, but for planting these drugs on them. And this is something that's so easily done that it really kind of like this is the thing Black Lightning does, where like they will incorporate shit that happens in real life. So you're yeah. just like. <laughs> feeling like shit because we've heard it we've yeah. seen it like what was the last big scandal where it was like Baltimore cops carry guns around fake guns toy guns so they can plant it on like people which is horrible or like I think there was another one where it was like three cops and they were like idiots and they forgot their camera was on and you just saw them like going through an alley so they were like planting shit before they like confronted someone uh. And, you know, that happens way too many times in, like, society. So this really fucks with me when Black Lightning brings in these, like, real-world moments like this. Yeah. And I, like, I hate everybody and I hate everything. Yeah, yeah. So it just it fucks with me, like, on a real-life level. Um, but, you know, he's arrested. Anissa did need to come her ass down. I think I've already said that. Jen. Jen is Jen. Henderson is like getting half a brain this episode, and I was like, "Well, I guess that yeah. only ever." Still kind of stupid though. Yeah. Um, but question. Yes. When you have to spread your ass cheeks, isn't that in prison, not jail? Like you can't be locked up for forty-eight hours, and then they like spread your ass cheeks. I thought that was like for prison. I don't know. I mean. Honestly, I guess they can, if they want you to do this shit, they'll ask you to do it in either place. You have no choice. Yeah, just to humiliate you. And that's the thing. That's, that's really the- what it's more, mostly about. I mean, yeah, people can put things in their ass and and all that, but it's really a humiliation thing. And I think that's that's really what they were trying to do. Like, am I putting a knife in my ass? Like People put all kinds of things in their ass. Absolutely. But like a knife, you can't put a knife in their ass. Like, I think I've heard of people doing that before. Like, I mean, it's been wrapped up in shit, but the blade has been wrapped up in something. But yeah. Like, x-rays though, like, don't we have like, not x-rays, like even x-rays, yes. But like, what are those stupid things? Metal detectors? Thank you. Look at that. We're right here. Um, right. metal detectors like <laughs> gotta be a different way to do shit like this doesn't involve like humiliating a human being like that's sort of the one thing I've realized about prison yeah prison is where you send people um, that do bad shit that's absolutely right but you can't send people to prison and then treat them like savages and then when they come out are like why aren't you being a human yeah, I mean that's the that's the part that's the thing about it. Like, at least in American prisons, 
they're really not trying to rehabilitate people. They're not. It's they're not really even more like about punishment things. and free labor. They want yeah. to punish you for whatever you did or whatever you're convicted for, whatever sense you did. And they want to humiliate you and they want to get free labor from you. So, and that's why there's such a high rate of, of people, you know, going back into the streets. Like if they, if they're ever released, you know, that's why a lot of people end up going back. You know what I'm saying? Because Life they're goes. put back and they, they were humiliated. I mean, think about people that got like 23 and one or 23 and a half and 30. Yeah. 30 minutes outside of your cell, 30 minutes of fresh air and all that shit every day. Like, I, like, this, like, you don't come out normal. You Yeah, you'll go crazy. Yeah. If you like, weren't already it, crazy, if you weren't already fucked up in the head. Thank you. So you're, then, it's not even like you're giving people, like, psychiatric help. Right. They, they don't do any of that. That's not, that's not what they want to do. So they're going to, whatever amount of, whatever opportunity they have to humiliate you, and to treat you less than human and not feed you and all that type of shit. You got motherfuckers in there that's hungry. They can't, you know, they're not eating good shit on top of that. You know, there's so many layers to this shit. And then like, you I got... Yeah, like they control the books they read. Yeah. Like that alone would have gotten me on strike because I love books. So yeah. you, you're controlling... Every like, aspect of this person's life. Yeah, every single aspect. And then but, you have, And then you have a bunch of other people... Everybody in there is in the same position. Yeah. And obviously there's different levels. There's jail and then there's the prisons and there's different levels of prison, you know, minimum, medium and maximum security and stuff like that. So, you know, it's maybe separated, separating the, the more violent criminals and all that kind of stuff. But still, like, it's a powder keg. You got a bunch of motherfuckers. Nobody wants to be there. Yeah. And then, you know, the way that they're treated and stuff like that. And yeah, some people definitely deserve punishment, but Absolutely. it's like, where's the rehabilitation? Like, at least yeah. at least allow them to become a better person while they're in there. Exactly. You know that saying? that is no longer an option or a factor yeah. of the like, You know, Victoria's Secret used this prison labor for their underwear. I didn't know that, but it doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Yeah. So it's anyway, free. guys, I'm sorry we digress, but nah, again, it's cool. this is real world shit. You know, yeah. <laughs> it hurts the feelings. That's that one of the things that Black Lightning does that I think a lot of the other the other CW shows don't do. Um, and you know, it re- this resonates with us mostly because this, these are black people, but yeah. it doesn't. That that's one element of it, but at the same time. If those other shows were doing things that were related to the real world, then we would also be able to understand that and probably relate to it and stuff like that, even if it wasn't some shit with black folks. But that's one of the things that I do like about this show is that, you know, Jeff and his daughters and 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 Lynn, like these people are dealing with shit that really happens, you know what I'm saying? And. It's fucked up. Like when he, when these scenes were happening and they had him going to jail and they had him, you know, spreading his ass cheeks and all that. I was mad, and a lot of people on Twitter were mad too. They was like, "Yo, I'm you just said the word. I'm triggered and all that kind of shit." Like a lot of people were pissed off about it because this is the stuff that we have to deal with. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then you could see like the the his facial expressions during all of this stuff is like it's exactly what you would imagine a person feeling it's, it's the way that my face would look if I was in that situation or whatever and then I thought it was real crazy like when when they were doing all that shit to him and then the, his eyes turned blue like that and shit like it was like it was almost like in the one scene like when they had him bend over and cough yeah it almost looked like it was like his he was crying you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying which is probably what he wanted to do anyway but 
the the effect of his eyes changing color and how they kind of shine and sparkle and stuff like that, it was like tears were coming down. You know what I'm saying? They weren't, but it, it gave you that same effect and that same vibe. I was like, damn, man, this is this is heavy right now. You know what I'm saying? Only me, like when I get angry, but I can't hurt someone. So yeah. Crying. Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah. If, if if a motherfucker ever get to the point where you're they're so upset that they yeah. start crying, you better run. Run, because that's not gonna end up well. And not at I, all. <laughs> look, yeah. I, so I felt fair. I was like, oh, I do that. I can't yeah. punch. I have to cry. Yeah, y'all, y'all, y'all better leave Moji alone, man. Don't have her out there ready to fuck one of you up. <laughs> I am super sweet. You know what my sister calls me? Um, she's like, because my sister is very outspoken. So people think like, oh, she's the crazy one. We're all crazy in my family. But like, right. she's more like straightforward with her crazy. And she like calls me. She's like, I'm like, and I was like, what? She was, she described me as like a silent viper. Yeah. She's like, the fuck? You're my sister. <laughs> but I was like, that's about accurate. I'm pretty quiet. I'm pretty nice. But you fuck with me, I get angry. Yeah. And it's just like, I'll, I'll kill your entire family. Yeah. Um, I, I won't. Do not. This is not evidence, guys. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. Don't fuck with her, man. I feel you because I'm like that too. Like, it takes, like, I get aggravated all the time. That's pretty, that happens pretty quickly. On like a daily basis, somebody's doing something that aggravates me or annoys me. It just makes me like, what the fuck? But mm-hmm. like real anger takes a little bit longer to build up. I have a little bit of a longer fuse when it comes to actually get like being upset. But by the time that happens, then like it's, it's real. It. You've earned it. Exactly. You've earned it. Whatever my reaction it, is. Exactly. Like- whatever my reaction is, whatever I say, whatever I do, that's mm-hmm. your fault. You know what yep. I'm saying? You you <laughs> fucking earn that shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're so right. and I and and the fucked up thing. I'll give you a quick example before we move on to the next few scenes. Mm-hmm. So the uh, the NCAA championship just was was um a few days ago. Uh, basketball, men's basketball. I know and what NCAA. I'm not that bad. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm saying it for the people. I'm not saying like you don't know. You know what I'm saying? There might be somebody out there that don't watch sports, so I'm just letting them know. College basketball, men's championship was just a few days ago. I'm a big North Carolina fan. We weren't in it this year, but we won the championship last year, 2017. Mm. And we were in the finals in 2016. Lost at the buzzer in the championship game. So that that hurt right there. Sure. I knew that people, because you know people got to get their jokes off and all that type of shit. I knew people would probably come at me <clears throat> with a whole bunch of fuckery, right? Mm-hmm. So the next for the next couple of days, the game was always Monday night. Tuesday and I think Wednesday, I didn't even get on social media at all. Wow. Because I knew that somebody would be on joke time. And you know that's my team. And you know they lost the game. And you know how they lost. But what's more important to you is to get these little jokes off and shit. So I knew that somebody would say something to me. And I would be, like, still pissed off. Like, pissed off about what happened. And I would say something real fucked up to somebody. And I was like, I don't even want to do that. So I'm going to just remove myself from the situation. Because you know that I'm down and you still decided to kick me so now when I clap back at you with whatever reckless shit that I might say which will probably have been something terrible don't be upset about it you earned it you knew what you was getting into the thing is I feel bad afterwards I wouldn't have felt bad 
Huh? I wouldn't have felt bad about it. Because it's like, I'm just, because I go to such extreme where I will cross relations of your future family. Yeah. And then afterwards, ooh. (laughs) Yeah. But you know what? In a situation like that, I would have been like, you know what? Like, let's say, let's say you would have did that to me and I'd have said something real fucked up to you. And you probably, you'd be like, yo, I can't believe what you just said was fucked up. I'd be like, you know what? You are right. Yeah. I did say something that was fucked up to you. And it was terrible of me to say that. But you know what? That's exactly what I meant at that time. <laughs> <laughs> I meant that shit when I said it. Now, okay. right now, talking to you normal, yeah, you know, I can apologize for it and blah, blah, blah. And if you're willing to move on, then we can do that. But in that moment, I meant that shit. Fuck you. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, so I don't like going to that place because I know that there's a level... It's such a dark place. Yeah, it's such a, it really is such a dark place. And I know that about myself. I know that I could say or possibly do something to somebody while in that frame of mind that would be so terrible. Like, I don't even want to think about what, what could happen. So I'm glad that it doesn't really get there. Yeah, I always like, you're so calm. It's like, because I don't want to be evil me. Right. I don't want that evil to come out. I think we all got it in us. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want that evil side to to, to surface. Y'all have learned so much about us now. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? This, But this episode of Black Lightning, I guess, was the one to do that because you have those visceral feelings when you see what was happening to him in that situation and knowing that he didn't do anything wrong and knowing that Shorty set him up. and that, You know what I mean? It's just like, yo, this is completely fucked up. Yeah. So, you know, anyway, uh, Lynn ends up coming to the station. She's asking to see Jeff. Um, there's a woman behind the desk. She's actually watching the news. Um, and she asks her, um, you know, who are you? And Lynn says, I'm his wife. And the cop is like, um, you know, let me see your ID or whatever. And as she's reaching for her ID, she's like, well, his ex-wife. And the cop lady's like, well, I can't help you or whatever. So then she asks, you know, can I see, the, you know, Inspector Henderson? And at that time, Henderson was walking up towards her anyway. <laughs> Excuse me. So they end up going to a hallway right outside of where they were just at. They chit-chat for a little bit. Um, and at a point, he asked her, you know, do you trust me? She's like, no, I don't. But <laughs> but I know Jefferson does. So, yeah. you know, we'll, we'll go with that. And she was like, I got to go. And, you know, I have to end up. I got to go do a bunch, a bunch of speed interviews anyway with um, lawyers. So you handle your thing. I'm going to go do mine. She ends up leaving. Uh, Anissa goes to Gamby's and she's ready to pop off because she's Anissa. Um, and he tells her that, you know, she's got to keep her cool and make sure she keeps her secret identity a secret. And he explains to her that um, this situation with Jeff getting arrested is really just smoke. And that the real fire is going to come when they take him to a black site, which he mentioned that by name, just like we saw in uh, VP Thirsty's conversation on the computer, you know, a black site, you know, when they take him to that. Um, they're going to try to, new- it's a, I guess the facility itself, they can neutralize his powers and then they're going to try to, they're going to positively identify him as Black Lightning and then they're going to kill him. Um, mm-hmm. So she's like, yo, we got to get him out of jail. And he's like, yo, we can't get him out of jail because that's only going to confirm their suspicions. What we need to do is prove that he's not Black Lightning. Um, which I thought was a, a really cool idea. So then we cut to um, Handog. He's sitting there. Jeff is already in um, an interrogation room waiting. Uh, and he comes in and he's like, oh, man, you know, Henderson, you know, finally 
And, you know, Henderson is like, uh, how are you, Mr. Pierce? And Jeff is looking like, nigga, what? Um, but he, as he goes over to, like, start uncuffing him, he whispers to him, like, you know, we're fine, but there's eyes and ears all over this place. Yeah. So he's letting him know, like, yo, I got to I gotta do it. I got to do this a certain type of way, but just know that, you know what I'm saying, I'm, I'm with you. Yeah. Um, so, you know, they talk and everything. And as they have their little conversation right in the beginning of it, really, he puts uh, he pulls out a picture of uh, Latavius and he's like, you know, what's your connection to this man? And he's like, I really don't have one. You know what I'm saying? It's just that he was a student when I was a young teacher. I mean, he got involved with the 100, you know, started, you know, being out in the streets and everything. Um, and he tells him, like, at a point I decided to use my connection with him to keep the 100 away from the high school. And, you know, Henderson asked him about, well, how did the 100 end up coming up there to um, kidnap your daughters and everything? He's like, I don't know how that happened or whatever, but, you know, that's that's all I know about Latavius. And that's the only thing that I've got, you know, on him. Um, so then that chief comes in and he's like, the interview is over. Henderson's like, nah, no, it's not. He's like, yes, it is. You know, somebody hired and both of us is sending out orders that, you know, we have to transfer this man to another facility. It's a national security directive. So, they're, you know, they're all looking around like, you know, what's going on? Um, and I'll do a couple more and then we'll get your thoughts. Uh, so then the next thing is we get some more street interviews um, about Jeff being arrested. You know, uh, people on the street are having their reactions to everything. And Lynn is watching all of this on television. Um, Henderson calls her and tells her that Jeff is being moved to another facility. Um, and he says, you know, he's he's trying to figure out what's going on. He's on it or whatever. And she's I think she still mentions I think she mentioned again that she's got some more interviews to conduct with lawyers. Um, and then the last thing that I mentioned before we get Mo to come back in is um, Gamby and Anissa are still at the, the spot and they start talking about their plan. Um, and he reminds her, like, look, OK, this technology. I just slapped this all together within the last day or whatever. So it's not really ready for prime time. It hasn't been tested or nothing like that. Um, she's like, but look, we need to go ahead and try to, you know, see what's up with it, see if it works, because this is our only shot. He's like, OK, cool. But you got to do everything that I tell you the way that I tell you to do it or whatever. You can't make any mistakes. And she's like, all right, I got it. So um, now we want to bring Moji in again. We're talking about uh, Lynn showing up at the station, uh, Anissa and Gamby um, launching their plan to prove that he's that Jefferson is not Black Lightning. Um, the interview between Henderson and uh, and uh, Jeff at the jail and in the uh, the street interviews. Hmm. Okay, so that's a lot. Um, Lynn Henderson. Okay, whatever. Like, I don't <laughs> really excited about the scene. Right. And this is going to Gamby and him being like, "Calm down." I like because she really needs to calm down. Really she, needs to. She's like ready. Too um, ready. Just like include like some meditation or yoga in like her tr- uh, her plan. Yeah. Ending um, plan because she's just she's like in this a relax. Something um, man, she needs to. Call Grayson. Hey, where's her girlfriend at? What's a beast ass nut or something like that to calm down? She needs to take that edge off, man. Where is her girlfriend? What was her? I've I've forgotten the name of the character they introduced because we have not seen her. Grace. Grace. You know what? I honestly didn't want to say Grace. (laughs) You you thought that was you thought it was wrong. You was gonna tank it. No, I because you know I don't even know why I have this thought. Like a lot of Asians are named Grace, so I was like, don't assume it's Grace. Oh man. Um, 
So that we, I don't know where that connection feels like. Well, I mean, like, let me try and save myself here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> trying to like, save yourself, but continuing to dig a hole. Yes, I'm going to try and save myself by bringing my own people into it. Because, like, a lot of Africans, they do that thing where they have, like, a American name. Right. <laughs> um, you guys can't see what I'm doing air quotes. Um, and it's, like, a lot of people are named Lisa. Ah. That's not your name. So it's, like, that's that was my one-to-one correlation. I hope I okay. save myself. Phew. Now, okay. let me ask you. Uh-huh. Is your name actually Moji, Moji or is this your Lisa? <laughs> No, my Lisa is my fake name when I don't want to give my <laughs> name to God. Right, right. Um, but my name is actually Moji. But my cool. You guys can't see quotes. I don't know why the fuck I keep doing quotes. Um, I can my, see. My Americanized name. I mean, it's my middle name, Isabella. Ah. So that is. Those are both my legal. I don't know why I'm giving y'all my information. But yes, Isabella, after the Queen of Spain, because my dad was weird. Well, not weird. I like the name. And then Moji. So African, European, (laughs) (laughs) British. So that's Moji is every woman. It's all in her. Yeah. And I have like six other names, but yeah, I don't need to know that. We don't need to know all of that. I don't don't need to know all of that. Oh, I'm like, what am I doing? That's Um, what I was wondering. What the fuck is she doing? Okay, Henderson speaks to Jeff, whatever, whatever. What I really want to talk about is this Lala connection, because I'm about to call bullshit, because Jeff's like, oh, yeah, I taught him when I was a young teacher. Right. Okay, let's be generous. Let's say you were a young teacher at, like, 18, and you were teaching him at, like, 13? No, okay, no, you have to get your degree. Yeah. Okay, probably it's 25. Yeah, I would imagine, like... Anissa is what, like 23 or something? Yes. So how old is Lala? Because I'm not putting Lala anything less than 30. Yeah, so I would imagine that like it's like her, he was probably the age that she is now working at the high school and I think she's teaching a class over there so I'm thinking like he might have been like Lala Lala Latavius is just a few years younger than Jefferson is I'm still bugged out about how everybody's a student yeah they're trying to figure it out you and I probably went to this nigga's school probably I was like there were no cops that went to your school that could vouch for you like that was the only group you didn't Maybe that's why they're corrupt because yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was just like, okay, and then like finding out that Lala was the one he made the bargain with was interesting because I thought it was like people above Lala, yeah, because then like, why did Lala just not give a fuck? Because that nigga was crazy, Moji. You're right, you're right. You can't, you can't reason with crazy, nah. Um, yeah, the street interviews were cute, I like that throughout the season how they talk yeah. to people, people are. People are flaky though. Right. Um, and I and Gamby's plan, and he again tells Anissa, "Gotta do what I say," because yeah. he knows her. He's like, "Gotta uh, fucking lie." Right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I, I it was a lot, but stuff yeah. happened. Stuff I, was happening, man. I would say, yeah. Um. The Henderson land stuff, whatever. Her, her look. I will say this. Hmm. When she was like, I'm his wife, I rolled my eyes. I was like, man, get the fuck out of here. Like, why? Like, come on, man. Pick a fucking side. She's not. Then she corrected herself or whatever. But I was like, man, you're not his goddamn wife, man. Um, They still don't know what they are. I did think that it was when she said that she didn't trust Hand Dog. That was funny, though. Um, 
he's stupid. He's too stupid for you not yeah, to trust. Maybe right. That's why they also don't trust him because he's stupid. Right. Um. I I like that Henderson let him know that I'm with you, but there's people watching us. Um, and the stuff with Gambi and Anissa, like I thought the idea of proving that he's not Black Lightning because everybody, you know, she said it, but I'm sure we were all thinking they got to get this nigga out of jail. You yeah, know what I'm saying? And that's what they ended up doing, but they that's not they didn't do it directly. They did it indirectly by trying to prove that he wasn't Black Lightning. So I like that he said that and that that was his idea. And then we'll talk in, you know, in a little bit about how exactly that was done. But I like the idea of that. And him, of course, him stressing, look, you got to do everything that I say as I say it. Because if not, then you're gonna fuck this up. Like, like you said, he knew his audience, and he's like, "Yo, I know you. I know she's a spazola, so I need to make sure that I hammer this point home." Like, look, shorty, pay attention. Yeah. So I like that. Um. All right. So um. Next up, uh, we have Lynn, and uh, she says she's got one more uh interview. Um. Hold up. Okay, yeah. So Lynn is at the house, and this is uh, I, this is the continuation of her conversation with uh, Henderson on the phone, and she tells him that she's got another interview with a lawyer, like I said before. Um, and then Janice, she's also in there, like in the next room. She's like on the couch and everything. She's like, "Well, how come he can't just black lightning himself out of jail?" And Lynn is like, "You know, you're gonna have to learn that you can't just." you know, beast your way out of a situation. Like sometimes it's gonna take, you know, other methods. You gotta use your smarts and all this kind of thing. That's stupid that she said that. Uh, I'm like, so you want him to reveal his identity and get all of you killed? Like that's dumb. Yeah. So yeah, Lynn had to definitely talk her off that ledge. Like, nah, that's it's not that easy, baby. You gotta, you know, find another way to do it. So I the, thought that it was a pretty cool mother-daughter moment. Um, Jen ends up, you know, crying. And there was a part in there earlier when they were at the school um, and he was telling her to calm down. He told her to be calm for her mother. So as she's questioning why dad can't just black lightning himself out and all of that kind of stuff, uh, Lynn is like, you know, I know you're scared and all that kind of stuff. And she's like, no, I'm not scared. You know, I'm, I'm trying to be strong because dad told me to be strong for you. Um, so then she's, she starts kind of thinking about, well, well, what if we can't get him out of jail? She breaks down and starts crying. Um, and Lynn hugs her and everything like that because, you know, despite the things that I might say about Miss Lynn week to week, she is a good mother. So she did her good mom thing in that situation there. Um, next is Jeff is in a cell with two other guys. They let those guys go, but they don't let Jeff go. Handog enters the cell and asks him, okay, look, you know, is there anything that you can tell me about why you're in this situation? Like, now is the time, you know what I'm saying? Like, we got to fucking, you know, figure this shit out right now because they're trying to move you to another facility and all that. Like, shit is getting really real. And Jeff is kind of like, nah. It looked to me like he might have been sort of putting things together, but didn't want to say exactly what it was. So... Henderson tells him, okay, I'm still going to help you. I was just hoping that you would make it a little easier for me. Um, next up, um, Henderson is in his office, one of the dirty cops, the same cop that was out there with the chief earlier, grabbing the stuff to set up Jeff. Um, he has that, that, that guy comes by his office 
and he shows that dude um, some evidence of his own corruption. And he's like, you know, I got you dead to rights right now. But lucky for you, I don't want you. I want the chief. He said his name, but I don't remember what his last name was. He's like, I don't want him. So give me what you have on him. So the man sits down. They don't show you their conversation, but obviously he's in there spilling all the beans or as they say, you know, spilling all the tea about everything that's going on with the chief and, and you know, the ASA and the whole nine. Um, next up, uh, VP ain't shit is still in the office. I'm like, do you have a house? Do you have Wi-Fi at your own crib? Somehow mm-hmm. she was still in the fucking office, though, and she's making a voice recording, like, on her tablet or something like that, and she's talking about the results, you know, some some test results with the, uh, the pod people and everything like that. Um, and I'll give one more, and then we will get Moji stars, and then we just got a few more things to go. So the next thing is Anissa is outside, and Gamby is on a comm system and they bust out this hologram this black lightning hologram so he turns the hologram on it's something attached to her side or whatever so it projects you know an image of Jefferson you know a few feet away from her you know standing next to her and everything like that um and he tells her look you can't let anybody get in between you and the hologram because if you do then they're gonna realize that it's not really black lightning or whatever so um he tells her all right I'm gonna turn this thing off for right now walk around this corner because she's like in an alley or whatever he says okay go out there get as much attention as you can and once you do that, then I'll go ahead and turn this thing back on. So she comes around the corner. She starts strutting. She's got a costume on. And people notice her and everything. And everybody's like, oh, shit, it's done. I don't know if they said her name, but they're like, oh, shit. You know what I'm saying? So she starts getting um, attention. And she walks up towards this alleyway, another alley. And there's a van in there. And it's remote controlled by Gamby. He's posted up somewhere. He's controlling the, the van. And it pulls off. He turns the the hologram back on and um, the van is now going down the street. And what everybody sees is her running and they see Black Lightning running with her and they're running down the street chasing this van. And there's, you know, people are on their cell phones and recording it. And apparently there's news cameras out there and all that kind of stuff. And at a certain point. Uh, Vice Principal Ain't Shit gets an alert on her uh, iPad saying that there's breaking news going on in the city. So she turns on the news. And what do we see on the news? Black Lightning and Thunder running down the street chasing this van. So we want to get Mo's thoughts. Um, We'll split it up real quick before we have her do everything. So right now, just give me your thoughts on um, on uh, Jennifer and Lynn at the house. Um, Jeff and uh, the guys in the cell and everything and, and Henderson being like, yo, you got to let me know what's up. And then Henderson talking to that dirty cop in his office and then we'll get the other stuff after that. Okay. Um. So, again, sorry if you guys are fans of Glenn. I'm going to fast forward past that. <laughs> but Henderson confronting the white cop. Yeah. That was beautiful. Yes. Um, let me find out Henderson got a brain. Right. Um, <laughs> so and I'm like this cop is an idiot yeah but, um I liked how he confronted him and wait was this the scene was okay remind me if this was the scene before or after where 
the cop basically tries to buck up and he's like, what did I just, what did he say? He just quoted this an hour ago. What was it? You got to bring ass to get ass? Yes. That no, that was one. Um, that was earlier. That was earlier when um, the chief brought the warrant into his office. Yeah, and, and I was just like, yeah. what is happening? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, this episode is all about Henderson, like, getting some balls or something. Exactly. Um, but, you know, do you think he knows he's Black Lightning, though? I don't think he knows that. Um, but I think after this episode, they need to tell him. Uh, I don't think they need to tell him. I don't think so at all. He's going to be dead soon. There's no need to tell him. <laughs> um, but I like the scenes with him and the crooked cops. Um, and this thing, Gamby busting out the hologram of Jefferson was dope. I really like that. Yeah. Um, VP Thirst. Yes. Get the news. Like turning on the news and seeing Jefferson, not Jefferson, <laughs> seeing Black Lightning run the streets. Yeah. That woman was so happy. She, she was, like, was yeah, yeah. She was that meme where it's like, so what you're saying is I have a chance. Yeah. <laughs> like, that was VP Thirst. She was so happy. Yeah. yeah. I was like, girl, no, stop it. Yeah. Like, what relationship are you trying to have? Are you trying to fuck or have a relationship? You're like an evil person. Like, yeah. even if he was interested, like, what are you doing here? Right, yeah. Um, but she, yeah, she, I think out of all of that, VP Thirst was definitely my favorite part her stupid DOS encryption. Yeah. Ugh. I was like, do you have to tell us it's end of in, end of like end, end of, of transmission or something? Yeah. We, no, we just stop the conversation. You don't have to tell me. Right. End of anyway. I don't know why that annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> this is the oh, the look, the look of disgust on Moji's face, ladies and gentlemen. For people who don't know how computers and programming work. Yeah. And they I kept just, it real basic. Real basic, like yeah. come on. I feel like we're, I don't know, you're a little bit older, but like, I remember when I was in like high school and junior high school, like, well, floppy disk one, um, but like how like you have to make, you had to make your website, right? Yeah. Like now you can just like go online and be like, generate this shit. Uh-huh. But back then you had to like move yeah, everything. Yeah, the code. Page. Exactly. You yeah. had to fucking know how to code in some sense or like know how to do HTML or Java as opposed to nowadays where it's a lot of it is automated. So I don't mm-hmm. I, don't, I was just really. <laughs> yeah. But other than that, some cool scenes. Yeah, I, I thought they were cool. I was um, I like, you know, hand dog letting this man know, like, I got you, but give up your man and you'll be all right. You know what I'm saying? Um and you know like I said I thought the the stuff with Lynn and Jennifer was cool good mother daughter moment um and then seeing the the um the hologram I thought that was dope was yeah. there anything else you wanted to say about the the more detailed scene of them running down the street and all that stuff or whatever or had you pretty much summed that up um I was like okay so they're chasing after y'all yeah like they're not really doing anything, but there was a part where they had the hologram shoot the the lightning and stuff like that. Yes, um, and I was like, oh shit. I was like, who's driving the van? But I love how they explained it later. Yeah. Um, but it was dope. The people of Freeland got to see them running through the street. Yeah. So that was, I guess, cool. Why is she called Thunder? I really don't know, man. 
Because I'm like, she doesn't do shit that's like thunder related. <laughs> Maybe it's that thunder clap thing that she does or something. I don't know, man. I, I was um, like, I need someone to tell. If y'all know why, because I don't, please yeah. let us know. We don't know. But no, that's about it. I like the running. I thought that was cool. Right. And a way to, like, again, get Jeff out of jail. Yeah, I thought that was dope, too. Um, I, I was really impressed by how they did it. Um, and it really made the point. It sold it. They really sold that shit. Um, so then we'll just get to these last few scenes. Um, so VP sellout gets a, a, a notification that uh, all tactical units are in place and ready to move Jefferson. Um, and she opens up that encrypted channel again. And she's like all happy and shit like that. And she's like, well, look, Black Lightning was spotted in town. So, you know, this means that, you know, Jefferson is not Black Lightning. You know, let's let's I want to request that we release him or whatever. And whoever's on the other end is like, look, your job is to, to you know, monitor and facilitate. You're not out here to be fucking asking for shit. Yeah. And she's like, but, you know, he's not the target or whatever. And the person's like, yo, just do your job. And then they end the, the conversation or whatever. So she's blown by that because she really thought she was going to get her man out of jail. Um, yeah. <laughs> hand dog comes in and uh, he tells Jeff, because Jeff is still in the cell. He tells him that Glennon, that's the guy, the dirty cop that he got to snitch. He says, you know, Glennon admitted to planning the evidence. Uh, and you've, you've been cleared for release. Um, and then the chief comes down in there and, you know, he's barking at Henderson and all that. And Henderson is like, yo, once you get dressed and all that kind of stuff, then, you know, you can go or whatever like that. So Jeff is good. And um, dude is trying to, you know, bark at hand dog and all that kind of shit. They go into the hallway and he tries to run up on him. And Henderson, like, yoked this nigga up and had him up against the wall and shit and let him know, like, I got you, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? Glennon told me everything. I know what's up with you. And he said something about, you know, you were smart enough to, to you know, do this business or whatever, but you were dumb enough to keep the paperwork in your house. And that's how we fucking caught you. So he lets him know that, you know, you're cooked and a couple of other officers arrest this dude um, and they take him away and all that kind of shit. Um, Jeff goes home. Um, there's a knock on the door, an unexpected knock, because they're like, who the fuck knows we're here? So uh, he and Anissa give each other the head nod, and she stands in front of him. She does the, ah! you know what I'm saying? And he stands behind her, and his eyes turn, and she goes and opens the door or whatever and kind of peeks out. She sees that it's Gamby. So she's like, oh, it's Gamby or whatever like that. So everybody calms down and stuff. He comes in, and, you know, he and Jefferson talk. And, you know, they agree to figure things out. You know, they're like, you know, this this awkwardness is kind of weird. And, you know, I don't really know exactly how well we're going to be able to work together or whatever, but I'm willing to give it a shot. Um, and so, you know, Gamby's like, yeah, I'm cool with that. You know what I'm saying? Just let me know whatever you need from me. And he's like, well, I, what I need from you is to help me save those children. Um, and then we've got two more quick ones. Um, the news reports about the the news reports, the police corruption. So now everybody's finding out about the bullshit that was going on with the cops and the ASA and the whole nine. Uh, Hen Dog gets promoted. He's now deputy chief. So the brother that came up. And then the last scene is we have a Pierce family dinner of pizza and hot sauce. And that is it 
for this episode. So we want to get Moji to come in. We are once again talking about uh, vice principal sellout, uh, getting the information about the tactical teams being in place, but her being like, yo, Black Lightning was seen, so let's let this man go. Hand dog. Um letting the dirty chief know that his ass is grass and then you know gamby coming over to uh you know talk with jeff and the family and everything and then our man hen dog getting promoted and um, why are you calling him hen dog why not his name is henderson hen sounds like hennessy people call hen hennessy that hen dog that hen rock wow okay I just wanted to know. Sounds, sounds I'm good like that sometimes. So, you know what I'm saying? He's hand dog. Nothing wrong with it. Ain't yeah. nothing wrong with that. Um, so, yeah. So, I like that Jeff finally gets free because of the stupid cop. But I did not understand. Maybe you can explain it to me. So, the cracker cop comes into Jeff's office. Jeff tells him, you know, basically follow the money. He's got the money trail. But by the end of it, we find out he admits to framing Jefferson, which is the worst crime, though. Embezzling. Well, I don't even know if it's called embezzling, but money under the table or framing. No, I just answered my own question. Definitely embezzling the money because they don't care about framing black people in America. There you go. Um, That's what I was going to say. I just like, hey, isn't that the worst crime? (laughs) I guess in this case, his kid still gets to keep the money. And all of that. Um, but I like that Anderson, you know, stepped up. Um, I was just like, but what about those other cops who, like, punched him for no fucking reason? Yeah, they all need to, yeah. Um, hopefully, yeah, hopefully Henderson will start cleaning up that department. Hope or die. I'm not sure which one I'm like, oh, <laughs> It might be a little bit of both. It might be a little bit of both because that stupid cop is like, you don't know how this place is run. And yeah. he's like, I do. I'm like, yeah. okay. Um, so that's going to be interesting to see where Henderson goes from here in terms of cleaning up the police department. Um, da, 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 da. Okay, I like that when Gamby, <laughs> Gamby comes by later, him and Jefferson decide to work on their issues. I'm, <laughs> I would love if the next episode is them going to like counseling. Here you go with this shit again. I'm more here for this relationship than Jeff and <laughs> They need to keep this working. What, <laughs> what this is. Um, yeah, I think Jeff Henderson, I don't know. We'll see. I think everybody's going to die at this point. Damn. And, and the one thing that pissed me off, and I'm a New Yorker, y'all, if you don't know. These motherfuckers are having pizza. Each of them had a f- one one slice, pizza. yo. But where's the pizza box? Right. Then they have cutlery. Who the fuck eats pizza with cutlery? That that that, that scene and the fucking inscription scene pissed me off because I was like, whoever it was in charge of set in this needs to be fired. Like I don't even care how amazing they are. One slice of pizza. Yeah, like did they order a fucking small or something like that? Like, come on, man. We like everybody should have like two or three slices. Minimum. There should be no fucking utensils. None whatsoever. Where's the bounty? Right. The hot sauce. Okay, whatever. Some people put hot sauce on everything. That's fine. I don't have any problem with that. Alyssa should have had pineapple because she's problematic as fuck. (laughs) Man. (laughs) Man. Pineapple on pizza doesn't go doesn't doesn't work for you, huh? It doesn't. I think I, it's I don't mind it. I've had it before. It was cool. 
no. I always pick a disgusting. I don't know why I'll do that. Uh, but yeah, that, I mean, other than the lovely scene of Gamby being there and family and him leading the prayer because he's the eldest, which was cute. Yeah, it was. Um, it was a nice ending. Like, a lot, like, this was a 50-minute episode and it didn't feel like a lot happened, but a lot did happen. Yeah. Uh, it was a quieter episode and we didn't get Lala, which hurt my feelings. Right. Um, But I'm hoping next week you get Lala and Tobias. Yo. That shit is going to be crazy, man. That is going to be crazy. They're going to team up or kill each other. Yeah. Yo, that shit, I can't wait for that, man. You ain't the only one. You are not the only one. You know what I'm saying? amazing. Um, So, yeah, it was a quieter episode, but still a lot happened. It was a lot of plot, even though it was quiet. Yeah. Uh, And I like how they've now basically... Because every superhero show does this, right? Where at one point, the superhero has to get arrested so people don't think he is. Like, Oliver Queen gets arrested every fucking season. Yeah. People are like, you're an arrow. And he's like, no, I'm not. No, I'm like, not, yeah. Because then Diggle is that stupid fucking... Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. I need to catch up on this week. I um, haven't seen it in so long, but I do know that Diggle became arrow at some point. Like, man, get the fuck out of here. You are, like, five feet taller than yeah, and black. And black. We know that. And we don't know who the Green Arrow is, but we know he's white. We know he's definitely not black. And now we got a taller nigga in the suit. I, Come on, man. I don't know. And that shit is way tighter on him than on Oliver. Um, yeah. But, you know, I like that. Because yo. Yeah, but I like how they've gotten it out of the way. The people of Freeland are trifling, though. Like, yeah, they need to stop. Or just... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But no, I like that. I don't think I have anything else to add. Um, yeah. Looking forward to next week. Not much for me to say either. Um, VP sellout getting her her ass handed back to her was funny. Yeah. Um, I like Henderson getting promoted. That was cool. Hopefully he'll live long enough to be able to clean up some of that police department. Um, I do like the fact that, he, like I said, even though Gamby is still not on my my you know list of people, favorite people or whatever, um, I like that he's been helpful, and I do like the fact that um, he and Jefferson are going to try to figure out a working relationship and then just see what happens from that point on. Um, I think that's good because that's that's gonna help save these people and, and all of that kind of stuff and we'll see what happens beyond that but right now it's, it's like first things first you know what I'm saying let's let's do this and then we'll worry about this other shit um, so I thought that was cool I do like the other than like you said the way that they treated the, the pizza the way that they disrespected that pizza um, the family dinner and everybody being together and stuff like that, I thought that was cool. Yeah. So I enjoyed it. And like you said, I'm looking forward to next week the previews for, excuse me, the previews for uh, the episode having you know that Tavius and Tobias. Yeah, man, it's about to be buck wild, man. About to be buck wild, and that's not even the finale. You know Yo, what I'm saying? The I, finale I, is the week after that. I'm gonna have a heart attack. Yeah, and I, I and I'll say this too, ladies and gentlemen. I normally wouldn't do this, but you know, what I'm saying just to hype it up even more. You know, what I'm saying if you saw the previews, then you already know what it is. But on the podcast next week, if everything goes according to plan, we should have my man Rod from the Black Guy Who Tips on with us. So, so he'll be talking about episode twelve. Um, 
and that should be a lot of fun because I know he really loves the show and I know that he fucks with uh, that Tavius and, and I think he likes the bias too or whatever. So us having him on for that episode and, um, you know, what I'm saying talking about all these crazy niggas on screen together, that should be pretty dope. So, um, so we'll keep our fingers crossed for that. We got it in the schedule, though. So, you know, what I mean, we should be all good for that. Um, that's it, though. That's fucking episode 11, man. What? Moji, we are done, y'all. Tell oh. the people what you need to tell the people. Okay, well, if you guys want to send me a million dollars, just email me and I'll let you know where to send it. But other than that, um, check out my podcast, uh, my podcast television. There's something for everybody. Um, I also podcast Korean music, K-pop music, K- Korean hip-hop music. Um, but yeah, mostly television. The music part is just an, a recent addition. So if you like television, if you like me, which if you don't like me, something's wrong with you. Check out my podcast, um, TV Movie Mistress. I'm on iTunes, Stitcher, um, iHeartRadio, um, Spotify, and I believe Google Play. So I'm there. Um, and come follow me on Twitter, BookDreamer01, and we can talk about crazy shit. So Word, that's it. Man. Yo, if you don't like Moji, it's one of two two reasons for that. Number one, um, maybe you just don't know her. You haven't encountered her in any kind of way, so you don't have any type of feeling about her, one way or another. <laughs> or you have experienced her, but for some reason you don't like her. And that means that you are a piece of shit. Yeah. Because she's one of those people, much like myself. <laughs> If you know her, you're going to like her. She's cool as shit. You know what I'm saying? And I've never met her in person, but just my interactions with her, podcast with her, Moji is cool as shit, man. So if you haven't already, check out her stuff. Go to li- listen to the podcast. Interact with her online. All this shit. Send her a million dollars. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Everything that she asks you to do. Now, if you want to send me $2 million, lbrothersmedia.com at L Brothers Media, at Look Listen Pod. And if you want to email us, especially, you know, ladies who might have felt that VP Thirsty was uh, a fucking super villain because she had nice hair and terrible makeup and all that type of stuff. Oh, I'm shocked you didn't mention it. That blue dress she had on, her curves. Like, I normally don't notice her body, but that blue oh, dress. man. Listen, went, I mean, we, we could talk about that dress now. That, that was a nice dress. That, like I said earlier, it, may, it's, it, it pains me that she's using those wonderful cakes for evil. Because <laughs> a woman whose body is built like that needs to be... She's, she's already doing good. She's already blessed by whoever you believe does the blessings. And she doesn't need to be doing all this. She don't need to be working with these white folks, man. Come on. Come on back home, baby. Let me love you, VP Thirsty. Let me love you properly the way that you deserve it. Yeah, that was a nice dress. I have space in this house for you, girl. (laughs) Me and you. If she's listening. If you are listening or if anybody that looks like her is listening, holler at me, okay? I gave you the information. Let's talk, all right? What he said, y'all. That's it. We didn't have nothing else for y'all. We didn't gave you everything that we had to give you in this episode. We'll be back next week. Rod should be with us. Episode 12 will be the topic. Look and listen podcast. We are out of this motherfucker. Peace. Bye.
pray at night for the helpless. Hoping you get us through breakfast. Wishing somebody come save us. Black lightning's back, come to shock the haters. We need our hero back. Guns clapping, gangs active like where we at. Black lightning need to strike like where we at. Show us another way besides these guns and crap. Nighttime suit up, this for payback. This our Superman Robin in the back. Step back, you might get shocked off of contact. This was for the hood, this for being black. We ain't got no hope, they killing every day. I mean, we need you in every way. We need results, we don't need to see your face. Just to say today, here we come, just in perfect timing to help the needy and guide the blind. Last night I saw a superhero, he was black. He said, This is for the street, black lightning's back. We pray at night for the helpless, hoping you get us through breakfast, wishing somebody come save us. Black lightning's back, come to shock the haters. Hey, no lie, seen him with my own eyes. Electric shocking guys, putting them all in line. About time somebody came down here and dealt with crime. Not just the gangsters, the police is out of line. So it's no trust, they don't understand our trouble. I don't know him myself, but do we come from struggle? Cause I'm like no superheroes around here, bruh. I'm like, he gotta be one of us. Gotta understand the hate and the distrust. Restore the feeling, put the love in us. My partner say I'm high, I must be smoking something. I said, you right, I know the change, I know I'm feeling something. Stand up for something, or fall for anything. Lightning came with no rain. I saw a superhero last night, he was black. He said, this is for the hood, black lightning's back. We pray at night for the helpless. Hoping you get us through breakfast. Wishing somebody come save us. Black